0: Hey everybody! <laughs> it's uh, it's you boys. Welcome to the Great Transylvanian Bite Off, where this week we're pitting uh, Dracula. I would guess by like way of WWE, like if <laughs> Dracula Dracula was a pro wrestler, it would be this guy. We're pitting him against. Uh against a <laughs> we're pitting him against a character who we're told at the end of the movie is the main character, but is in it for about 10 minutes. And my name is Daniel James Kunkel.
1: <laughs> and I am William Evan Morcal And we are the w- <laughs> Are we using our full names? We were we
0: were born on this planet, Evan. <laughs> someone someone gave birth to us, and we have to walk across this beautiful planet of ours and we could go out and we could have done a hiking podcast (laughs) we could have done we could talk about hiking or talk about um something important we could talk about politics you know we could do a lot of things and instead this week we watched dracula's guest 2008 directed and written by michael pfeiffer (sighs) This is Brom Stoker's Dracula's guest. It stars just a who's who. Uh, Andrew (laughs) Berniarski, who is uh, a leather, one of the actors who has played Leatherface in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre franchise. Uh, He was also Zangief in Street Fighter. So... Mm. Man, uh, Dan Speaker, who is actually like a pretty, uh, pretty accomplished stunt guy. Uh, Mm -hmm. he's done kind of everything. He did, uh, Master and Commander, which, like, God, if you've never seen Master and Commander, go watch Master and Commander. Holy crap. Yeah. Uh, Master and Commander, Three Musketeers, uh, the 93 version. Um, And yeah, it's just like a really accomplished stunt coordinator, stunt actor. Uh, And we've got Wes Ramsey as the as Jonathan Harker, but they call him (laughs) Brom Stoker. (laughs) And I feel like that's the first thing we need to address. Right. How did you feel about this just being the story of Dracula on the surface? But they just
1: replaced Jonathan with Brom Stoker. I thought that was sort of... um... very unnecessary (laughs) I mean look I'm not really a writer but uh, Mm. I feel I think if I were and especially if I were to accomplish a story as well known as this I would eventually want to distance myself from this work not eventually have fans write me into it yeah Uh, (laughs) I feel like this is the type of thing that would make Bram Stoker embarrassed because there are versions of
0: I feel like every well, at least for Frankenstein and Dracula, lots of stories, whether they're movies or books or whatever, exist where it's like, oh, you know, Mary Shelley experienced the events of Frankenstein and then wrote it. Yeah. Or or Victor Frankenstein was a real person and Mary Shelley just like found his notes, you know? And yeah. I think stories like that are cool. They can add another level to the book, especially when it's Dracula and Frankenstein, which are both pretty famous for being like found footage books, basically, yeah. if you want to think about it that way. Yeah. So at first when we when we read the INDB last week, I was like, oh, this is gonna be that. Rom Stoker is a writer and he's going to experience the events of the book Dracula and then rewrite them and retell them and change a couple of details, but it's going to be like a warning to humanity. No. And this isn't <laughs>
1: that bad. Oh <at laughs> man. No, this is this is as bad as like truly this is like fan fiction. That's what Mm -hmm. this feels like. A fan put themselves in the shoes of Bram Stoker and then put themselves in the shoes of Jonathan Harker and came up with this because this is bad all the way around. And if this was a student film, I'd be
0: like, yeah, cool. Like you actually did a lot considering like you don't have a lot of money, but it's not. This is like this was made by
1: real people. (laughs) with uh,
0: I, established, established careers money. at this point. Uh, yeah, like
1: yeah. that's the other thing. When you say student film, part of what makes it okay is that they haven't started their real careers yet. They are, they are getting a hang of this still. They are, um, you know, making something for themselves. All of these people had their career already started. Uh, yes, you know, we're, we're looking at established actors at this point who are in this and, Brom Stoker went to Juilliard. You pointed out before we yeah, started yes, recording. He went to Juilliard. He graduated in like 2001 and then seven years later he was doing this.
0: What the hell? Well, and like After the most
1: been on TV already consistently. <laughs>
0: the I think the most jarring part is, is what you just said is the fact that these are people who have had careers and now they're doing this. And I don't know if it's the script, if it's the direction, If it was lack of time, like there's a thousand things that can make a movie go wrong. It's really it's really easy to blame it on one person when it's like, I don't think it's ever really been one person's fault necessarily. There's like a few famous examples, but otherwise, like it's just kind of circumstances and they tumble into each other and and then it sucks. (laughs) This is basically the story of Dracula In the sense of there is a man named Jonathan, there's a man named Bram Stoker, who is a real estate agent in London, who his firm is contracted to find a house for Dracula. Uh And then the story kind of goes off the rails where Dracula just kidnaps, he kidnaps Elizabeth Murray, not Mina Murray kidnaps her takes her to Transylvania and then the rest of the goddamn movie is them getting to Transylvania for the last 10 minutes to be rescuing her yep we start in media res <laughs> in media res if you're not familiar with the term in media res means in like in the middle of something so you start in the middle of the plot very often you will start at the climax or just before the climax and then you will it'll be it's the whole like 10 days earlier sort yeah. of thing it can be a a somewhat effective tool to get the audience engaged in your story. In this case, though, I think they shot themselves in the goddamn foot because it doesn't make a lick of sense. And most importantly, I think this will factor into our charisma. Dracula is full on a rapist in this one. Absolutely. No ifs, ands, or buts. It's told in the first five minutes. Yep, right away. Right off the bat. And not that he's not at the bare minimum a predator in other movies and literature yeah. cuz as we discussed every way he is,
1: is he a predator in other movies
0: yeah uh, there is like there is a little bit of ambivalence in a lot of versions about the sexual nature of his relationship with Lucy and Mina especially yeah um but like Jonathan in some cases or Renfield in other cases like There's a little bit of ambiguity where you don't have to be like, oh, yeah, that movie with the rapist.
1: Yeah. Right. Not in this one. No, they come right out. And I mean, some of it is like that word has certain name recognition. So like the moment you hear it, you have to it puts you in a mindset. Yeah. Like we are dealing with a horrible human now. Um, And that should never have been in question. If this was a, a, a story where I felt like. They were calling it what it is so they could address how this is a part of Dracula stories or whatever that just kind of gets glanced over. It doesn't get called what it should be. They don't take it as serious as it could could be taken. If this was used with that sort of point of making us all realize what type of character we've been you know, romanticizing in some cases for going on 100 years, that would be one situation. But – It's not at all. Um, This totally takes the point in a not serious fashion. Uh, They glance over it actually rather quickly. She gets through this pretty much instantly. It's absurd. It
0: is um, because like I I think ignoring that, completely ignoring that. In the movie, we learn that the kind of twist on this story is that Mina's Elizabeth. I'm calling her Mina. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I've seen more movies than these people have of Dracula. And ignoring that, it there is like an added layer to the story where we find out that Mina's father, the Admiral Murray, which like he was he doesn't exist in the book. No, they made him an admiral now for whatever reason. Lucy doesn't exist in this. All of Lucy's suitors don't exist in this von helsing doesn't exist in this universe (laughs) they folded every single character into mina's dad and then they added in this extra layer where he's like immortal yeah and has superpowers he can he has like some of dracula's superpowers but we learned that he led a campaign like 40 years ago 30 40 years ago literally a genocide against dracula's race yeah That's a great way to make a character sympathetic. If they're like, I am like, there's like 20 people like me in the world and I have literally been hunted to extinction. Even if it's Dracula, I think on some level, most people are going to feel you're going to feel a little something, something at that. Yeah. Or you're You're at least going
1: to understand the motivations of why do I have to you know, seek out revenge against this one person or whatever. Yeah. It justifies it to a degree.
0: You can make him the bad guy still because he does kidnap her. He can still yeah. kidnap her and be a bad guy. Yeah. Because he kidnaps her and he's like, I kidnapped you to get your dad to come here. Why is it? Why, why do we have to have sexual assault added in here? I I, I totally agree. I totally agree. It's brought up at the end as like a, you've got immortality in your veins, Mina. But that was before it happened.
1: And it's the way it's handled also. (sighs) The way it's sort of tackled. A, there's that incredibly horrible shot of him floating above her as he tells her what he's going to do to her. And then sort of mesmerizes her or whatever he does in this. I don't know what he's doing. And... Again, the way all of that treats it with a it, – it camps it up. It takes it so unseriously in a way that it, it just gives you no – there's no way to respect what they're doing with it. It just feels cheap and it feels gross. It's not useful to the story.
0: It's not useful to anyone's motivation because when Jonathan – when Brom and Admiral Murray find out when she tells them – they aren't concerned for her. There no. isn't a moment of like, are you OK? It's always he's stolen your honor. And it becomes this very like masculine thing and roots it, them in the problem about like,
1: instantly fuck you. They instantly make it about themselves. They yeah. make it about how angry they are, about how they want to hurt him, about this is it. it It sort of goes right into the toxic masculinity aspect of like the only way to cope with this moment is to hurt something is to get angry is to try and be the bigger man like it it, the whole thing is just gross any any reference like outside of
0: of sexual assault anything any reference to someone's virginity as their quote-unquote honor honor unless you're doing that to make a point about how that's like a a really weird way to view something that like shouldn't really be important outside of certain cultural and religious um implications you've lost you've lost me and i think you've lost a lot of audience members too even if they are part of religions or groups of people where that is important yeah it's it's crass it's vulgar but it's it's also like It's not done well. Like you said, it's supposed to be this like horrifying moment, which like we don't have enough time to get into the ethics of depicting sexual assault of any kind or assault of any kind on screen or stage or whatever. We don't have enough time to get into that. Yeah, I, I am personally not for it. I think you can imply it without showing it. But if you're but they make it like you said, they make it a camp moment. Yeah, it's it's a. It's not funny, but it's like if you watch it out of context and don't really know what's going on, you're like, what the fuck fuck is going going on? What does
1: that look like? Yeah, (laughs) it's that uncomfortable laughter that comes when you are watching something and you can tell how bad it is. Like, and again, that makes you feel I I feel slimy after watching this, Uh, which is a feeling we've talked about before, I think, on one or two movies. Yeah. um dracula 3000 i think for example had us had us feeling this way um very different reasons but yeah yeah very different reasons and i think part of what makes this to a degree worse is that in that movie we weren't and and this is part of why it was so horrible is we weren't supposed to care about those characters and in this one he's it's dracula it's the center character so in in theory we are supposed to have some amount of feeling there yeah it's it's gross don't watch this it's on tubi but don't watch it yeah like i
0: watched this on prime like i'm, I'm kind of shocked <laughs> i'm I, yeah it's so all of that to say like anytime we talk about his charisma or anything else relating to dracula i i think it was important for us to like address that nature if you've seen this nature obviously we do not condone any of that and like all of everything we
1: say is said with that in mind and this is part of why when you and i talk about how if we were to write our own script we can't have dracula as a romanticized character no because this part of the problem is that this calls it what it is all the time they don't treat it with any sort of um kid gloves in this version it's just the fact that they can't handle it well this is not the story to actually take on that no and thus it it cheapens it and makes it bad
0: i'm sure someone out there could make a version of dracula that deals with not the hunting of him but the aftermath Mm -hmm. the the sense of uh Insecurity and the the lack of a feeling of safety experienced by all by all of his victims, yeah. and you know, of course, in this version it has to be a woman because that's just like take any take any feminist history course or anything at all, and you'll know. But like it's 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 played as a motivator for the male characters, and I just I don't fuck with that. I, it's lazy writing, and yeah. I I do think there's a good version. There is a good version of Dracula that can be told reframing it not as a supernatural thing but literally how does something like that happening to you yeah physically and emotionally affect you yeah there's a great version of this story in there yeah this is like the worst way to handle all of because they because like they keep they keep having these like very gothic and with gothic comes dark romanticism and dark romantic things yeah. you know and these ooh it's the minor strings but it's a string so it's still kind of ooh and it's like no like i'm not i'm not even in like a oh man he's so dangerously handsome yeah. like not at no. all not no. at all with this guy which no. sucks cuz all that to say i think the guy playing dracula does a pretty good job. Uh, the best. I th- I think he does the best with what he's given. Yeah. Maybe it's such a different version. Yeah. I like he's a big guy. Yeah. He's huge. This is like the biggest we've seen Dracula. Bigger than Blade 3. Yeah. He's just a big guy. He's got big hair. He's got a massive goatee, which <laughs> I I kind of like. <laughs> a- and he's he's got these big moments. The accent's big. He doesn't shy away from it. No. It's terrible. But it's like. It's a big,
1: bold choice. Again, if this were a movie that really went for the campiness factor, he probably would have been fine. Yeah. But he can't help the context that his performance is in, and it's really going to bring him down. Um, And, you know, again, the way this is written, I mean, uh, I I don't want to say too much of this is on the actor, because I think Andrew, how did you say his name?
0: um,
1: Brianarski. Brynarski, Brynarski, yeah. Brynarski is, Andrew Brynarski is, he's doing all the Dracula things. Uh, you know, like he's he's really going for everything. Everything's over the top. And there is some sort of entertainment value in that in the right story. I mean, we talk about the creeps, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, aside from the fact that, you know, <laughs> dwarfism was like a made fun of plot point in that movie. This is... This is that kind of performance, right? Where, like, sort of the campiness of being a movie monster would be appreciated and fit in really, really well. Um, That's the kind of movie that this guy should be in. Something that has a slight comedic twist that is going to have a little fun with it. Wink at the audience a little. And unfortunately for him, he just did not get any of that.
0: Because he can be a scary guy. Yeah. He was in um he was in Texas Chainsaw Massacre at the beginning and the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which like yeah. I think the Texas Chainsaw Massacre is one of the ones I've watched, besides the original, where I was like, this is yeah. spooky.
1: He also and, is yeah. uh, He's also in The Program, which not a lot of people will watch if you don't, you know, play high school football at some point. Um, but th- it's it's a college football movie, and it's one of the best sports movies probably ever made uh, in a really sort of over-the-top way. And he plays the most over-the-top character in it in this sort of – again, as to what you're talking about, like uh, – the. <laughs> I was keeping it together for so long. I had a candle uh, burn out on me. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm like, oh, no, no fire, please. He can be, he can be big and scary and intimidating. And that's what he is in that movie. He's over the top masculine energy in that movie. And it works really, really well. Um, I, 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 I kind of like him as an actor. I wish he had gotten to be in a different movie. Yeah. I, th- I like a big a big beefy
0: dracula
1: yeah it's not for all of them but he's boastful you know he's confident this is the dracula that knows like he's just gonna kick everyone's ass as you said with that he's got that wwe sort of approach to it which is really enjoyable sometimes yeah um you want to rank him yeah, do, the do you, you want to talk any more about this? <laughs> um,
0: I mean, the ending of this movie kind of falls apart. Um, like we said, like they leave all of this information for the very end. All of this revelation yeah. about Admiral Murray actually being the main character, Bram Stoker does not matter. Yeah. He doesn't at the. There's no moment at the end where he's like, and then I went on to write Dracula, and everybody <laughs> loved it. Like, there's none of that. None no. of that is in here. It, ed- it literally just try ha- to
1: end it with a like a happy note. <laughs> They're like. Uh, the dad the dad saves them and is like, and you two have an appointment at Westminster Abbey to be married! <laughs> You're like It's crazy. So fast. It's also just like
0: all the more insulting just looking at uh Dan Speaker, who is Admiral Murray. Just looking at all of his credits. Yeah. All of these like great, great movies that he's worked on, all these things he's choreographed. Like, this dude knows how to sword fight yeah oh. and holy shit this last scene this last sword fight is
1: maybe the worst sword fight i've ever seen oh it's disgusting and the sword that dracula uses is gross oh, i you mean don't like, you don't like the flamberge? no
0: no oh, i love a flame the the flambergue if you do not know is a uh, very iconic looking sword um Which has kind of a a, a spiral, not spiral, uh, like a bendy shape to it. It kind of goes up and down like a sound wave or
1: something. Yeah.
0: I'm a big fan of it.
1: Oh, not in this, man. Not in this? If it had been in a good fight, maybe I would have been like, okay, cool. But it's in a horrible fight.
0: Well, what's weird is like the the that particular sword was used um I don't remember I don't remember what century, but it was used by uh German mercenaries. It was used right. by the Lonskreet and it's a big sword. it's meant it's meant to be a two-handed right. um like broadsword. it's a big sword, but they he's got kind of a more like oh, it's a
1: one-handed thing and he's I'm like, holding it one-handed inverted,
0: yeah, what yeah.
1: Yeah. I know he's huge. And this Dracula is clearly very strong, but like What? It's just a waste of a cool sword. Well, because if he's if if it's gonna be if he's gonna be big and have a big sword
0: and he's gonna show off that like this is like a paperweight to him, could we move faster? Significantly. Please Also this the the editor in this movie Oh god man, I hope it was just a lack of time. The color is all over the place. The scenes will literally shot by shot change to not too black and white, but literally just like, I don't know if they didn't color correct or they over color corrected, but it will look black and white. And then it'll look kind of like uh, sepia, I think, is like the kind of like off white, like uh, cream color. And then it'll just be a normal color thing i and think the
1: exposure rates are all oh over the God, place yeah man i mean they have no contrast control in this you will get mm-hmm. such overexposed shots that as you're talking about you can't tell if it's black and white or color you have no. no idea what's going on because if sunlight is in the room it is blinding you cannot see anything
0: i feel like we need to do a whole mini episode on the traveling part of this movie where at the end he like first of all, Dracula puts Mina in a carriage and then they're in Transylvania. He kidnaps her in London. And I was watching this with Annika, and She looks at me and she's like, how did he, how did they get, get there? there in this uh, apparently in like one sleep? Yeah, seriously. And then Jonathan's just like, now he's in, you know, he's like, goes to, he's in London. He goes somewhere else in England and then he's in France and then he like runs away from some villagers because the French are just like This feels like old school, like 1700s racist against the French because they're all just like dirty and like poor. And they're using guns that are like a 100 years too old. Oh, my God. All of it is like this is like who is like this feels racist, but like old timey racist where it's (laughs) like nobody even. What is this? Yeah. So he runs away from these people and then he's in now he's in Eastern Europe. Yeah and i swear to god there's a scene where he's getting in this carriage and he's like thank you so much for all your help and the guy's like no problem man i'm from eastern europe and he gets in the carriage and the guy's like you have to ride fast before the sun sets it is 2 a.m when they're shooting this scene it is pitch black and the guy's like we have to get there before sundown i'm like (laughs) Wait, what? <laughs> Am I losing my mind right now? I thought the same thing. <laughs> okay, I'm glad you thought, because I was like, I must have missed
1: a line of dialogue. There I'm... must have been something like... Nope. But y- they just did not explain that. It's just suddenly we have to get there before the sun <laughs> the sun goes down. <laughs> Guys, you you can, you've tell where lost. It's,
0: <laughs> you can tell where it's lit, and then everything outside of it, you cannot see 20 feet away from the set. Yeah. <laughs> like It is pitch midnight black out,
1: and you're yeah. like get there before sundown too late i mean you're fucked sorry can we also talk about what mausoleum they filmed this in because there are moments you can straight up read the names on on the side okay they filmed this fight between jonathan and dracula it's not really a fight um it's more of a smackdown it's disgusting um and they they film it in what is clearly a modern day mausoleum i mean it's made of marble so like Maybe that's how they can be like, yeah, it's a it's a castle, it's got stone and stuff, but like I, no, it's not this it's got modern lights that are dimming in and out yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's got, clearly got just lamps it's it's just clearly lamps on the wall,
0: um, <laughs> which if they took the time to acknowledge the fact that it's in a mausoleum, I would have been cool with it, yeah. I would have been like, that's pretty cool. That's a pretty nope. cool setting for a final fight. This is supposed to be just straight up Dracula's castle. Can you imagine if you're like, oh, man, it's it's been a month since, uh, since Gam Gam died. We are we were going to go visit her, um, her grave there in the mausoleum. We can't. They're shooting a Dracula movie a there. Dracula movie and there. you're like, oh, man, she's going to be in the movie. And then you watch the movie and it's this. And you're like... Okay, oh, guys, God. we got we to gotta dig up Gam-Gam. She cannot stay <laughs> here knowing that this movie was shot here. We we
1: can't leave her here. We oh, have my a God. family there's, obligation. There's Gam-Gam's name plaque, right? There. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Gam-Gam's in
0: the movie. Yay! got oh, getting no. choked up
1: against Gam-Gam's the name plaque. The movie's
0: bad, though.
1: <laughs> oh, it's disgusting. Jesus, do not
0: watch this. Not even ironically. Not no. even ironically. Watch, oh God, watch Day Shift. Watch the first Monster Mash. Oh, or, please. And you, yeah, just not this. This is bad. something Dracula 3000 is better than this, man. Is this the worst one? We were I, arguing this a little bit before the yeah. show. Is this worse than Prisoner of
1: Frankenstein? It's, it's that's it's always going to come back to Prisoner of Frankenstein.
0: It's at least the second worst.
1: Yeah, it's right on that level. Again, part of what makes this so bad is that it really feels like somebody tried. Yeah. And they came up with such utter horseshit. I'm going to say it's not quite as bad. As no, actually, I would I think I'd rather watch (laughs) Prisoner of Frankenstein because I can sit there and enjoy making fun of it. Yeah, I cannot sit there and enjoy making fun of this. As soon
0: as you make the bad guy a rapist, it's you're instantly like, yeah, I mean, I'm not having fun anymore. That's like a that's a real thing. And they
1: do this at minute two. So uh, they do that at minute (laughs) two of this movie. So you got 120 more to go. Um, Sorry, mind mind
0: mind-bogglingly bad just like it's it's it, gross there's also there's something to be said you know there was a period of the 80s and 90s where like Wes Craven uh Sam Raimi a bunch of these big film directors Carpenter a little bit yeah um were making a re- like iconic horror movies dirt cheap yeah the original Evil Dead was made for like a nickel I think like yeah, dirt cheap and so when the 2000s came along when we started shooting on digital more And this was 2008. This movie came out. So like, yeah, absolutely. They were shooting digital. Yeah. There's so much that you can get away with on film. There's so much more work you have to do to make film look good. But there's also a lot more that film covers for you just because edges of things get kind of blurred out a little bit a lot of time for you. This is why early 2000s horror movies all look like shit is everybody thought they could make these movies as cheap as they made them in the 70s, 80s and 90s and yeah. even not the 60 for, forever. Like horror movies have always yeah, been cheap. Always been cheap. And then they all look like this because digital gets everything. Yeah. Especially if you don't set the camera right up. It gets everything cuz yeah. it's better film quality. Yeah. It's better it's improved image quality. technology. Yeah. But yeah. that improved technology can bite you in the ass just like it did with this movie cuz nothing makes sense and the colors bad and the shadows are bad. It's all bad! Don't watch it. Don't watch it. Do not let's, bother with this
1: one. Let's rank this guy.
0: Yeah, charisma. He
1: ain't got none. <laughs> uh, I I think he's got a little bit, like a smidgen. It's a little dash, maybe. I yeah. Within
0: I think the context of the funny. movie, I
1: think it takes away a lot of it. But yeah. I, I would agree that the performance. Let's make this a. Let's focus on the performance about what the yeah. actor does. Yes. Um, and if we're doing that then I'll then I think he's somewhere in the 4 range like a 4.1 yeah i'm fine with the 4.1 cuz yeah as you said he's he's kind of funny he's got a good sense of humor about what he's doing ignoring the fact he's a horrible monster thing yeah i like the
0: performance i had a fun time whenever he was on screen cuz i was like man something big is going to happen he's love it or hate it going for it <laughs> he's going to go for it fashion sense quite a few outfits to pick from he this one. does have a lot of outfits dude. every scene is a different outfit
1: uh i'm not sure i like any of them
0: i don't i think i like the first one his first one is kind of a pretty yeah simple standard. dracula yeah i like it though
1: i was fine with the first the first one was good and i thought we were off to a good start his and then capes it went are downhill. too short his, exactly i was like oh they just they didn't know that they were making a cape for like somebody who's six five you know like again big guy like really big guy i thought the most i thought the worst outfit was actually the one at the end with that, yes the yeah. red cape that has the the fake uh, animal fur up top and the ascot that he had or whatever that was um, he's always got a little a little ascot a little yeah. tiny tie that he's wearing and all of them suck yeah um i think that last outfit really brings down the score from the first one um I'm like a two and a half to a three is what yes. I'm thinking. Somewhere think a, in there. I was thinking a two and a half. I was trying to compare two it to Monster half, Mash, yeah. and I, I think he's a little yeah. less than uh, intelligence. Mm, I mean, like, a, I think at least a four and a
0: half because he's managed to survive a genocide against his people.
1: That's a good point. And he does and I, seem to be he has a plan and he gets yeah. he, he puts it into action. And the plan works. He the, gets he gets yeah. the
0: admiral there alone. Jonathan does is not a threat to it's this guy. Like, he doesn't
1: care. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and he's I think, just
0: overconfident. In, yeah, in he's the just end overconfident.
1: But he also knows that he can't die. Spoiler alert. Um, yeah, he lives at the end. Of the he lives movie, at who the cares. end of this movie. He, <laughs> Whatever it is, what it is. Um, I think this is a. I think he could be in the five range.
0: I honestly am like getting kind of some of the Christopher Lee vibes from him.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think that's a great way of putting it.
0: Like some – would you meet at like a
1: six? Yeah, I could go for a six. He, he's, he's not the sharpest tool in the shed, but he's not the dumbest either. No, no, I, I agree. And as you said, he did survive a genocide of his people and has been evading – this vampire killer for a good long time um, Yeah,
0: they hinted there being like a coalition of vampire hunters yeah.
1: and it doesn't matter to the movie no not at all
0: really- i asked anika like halfway through i was like is this this is this a sequel to a movie that never
1: got made yeah. that's, that's what exactly it feels like. like that's exactly what it feels like uh a combat score we
0: need to separate the fact that the choreography is maybe the worst fight choreography I've ever seen in my life. I we totally need to separate agree. that and look at it just as a story beat thing.
1: Yeah, and like if you took this character, like this particular iteration of Dracula, and put him into any other movie's production values, how would he come out? I think he's honestly pretty fucking good. I agree. He's he got a teleport. Yeah, he, he can teleport. He's basically a Jedi. He can use yeah. the force.
0: Yeah. Um, he, is te- he is telepathic. <laughs> I think we were maybe saving that for miscellaneous, but he's a telepath. Yeah, like he's, he's
1: professor Xing people all over the place. Exactly. Um he's but he's slow with the sword. I, I think we have to call him out for the fact that, like, look, the combat choreography is bad, but I, What's his, the yeah, Admiral like, literally just like spins around and stabs him and spins around and stabs him and spins around and takes the That's a sword. true.
0: That's true. I'm kind of comparing him to like a, like a Yoda almost where like <laughs> he doesn't need to use the sword. Yeah. He's got so many other, he's super strong. He's got super yeah, strength. Def- he can he's def- teleport. He's, he's got, teleport. got super speed. Uh, he can straight up turn invisible. He can turn invisible and he beats the shit out of Jonathan while invisible. In- I think is how I'm supposed to read that scene. I, that's how I read it. He's.
1: He's got some moves. Um, maybe an eight. I I I honestly like an eight. I because he's he's so you can do powered. a lot worse than this guy. He, he's so powered up, and he's fighting what must be a very tough adversary. If we were to compare him against who his his main uh, rival is, um, just we just lower him down some because the sword fight is horrible The sword
0: oh my god it's so bad shape-shifting
1: i mean hey he can go invisible he can turn into a wolf or a, a dog He can turn to a rottweiler, turn to a rottweiler which is <laughs> that's weird. fascinating rottweiler
0: uh, he does turn into a bat mia yeah, tells turns us to a bat to, i think he's in the nine so I was like, just he's gonna got say, a lot
1: going on we just easily hit a nine let's say i think he's a nine and a half is, like, is he a 10?
0: He What's he missing from the book? He's missing the bats and uh, he's missing a rat. Yeah. And he doesn't do insects. So not perfect. Yeah. Okay. So we and need... he can't change his size. I think a 9.5 though.
1: Yeah. I was going to say we had Dracula 2000 at a 9.5. And I've... that feels appropriate yeah dracula thousand's yeah. transformations were more impressive but he didn't have invisibility so um, the invisibility is i is the invisibility his miscellaneous because no other dracula can turn invisible i was just gonna say i think we might have to talk about that as it because it's unreal but i did have a question yeah. because so he's got some some telepathic abilities going on here that's true yeah is he, is he really invisible or is he just making himself invisible to whomever he is fighting because later on, he doesn't break out that trick versus the admiral. And I assume it's because the admiral can see through it.
0: He's too, he's too psychically strong against him. Yeah, exactly.
1: The admiral can also kind of go poof. So I think yeah, the psych maybe the psychic, because we've seen
0: we've seen psychic Draculas in the sense of they yeah. can read other people's minds and inf- impact their mind and hypnotize yeah. whatever. And hypnotize this guy,
1: control a little bit.
0: This guy can do all of this. He is, though, also telekinetic. He can yeah. use his mind to impact objects and people. He hangs a guy. Yeah. With his mind. That's actually That's
1: yeah. I think I think it's all sort of related to what he can do uh telepathically and telekinetically uh more so than it is like he can straight up go invisible
0: I think the invisibility is yeah like that's a more useful combat ability he's got so many other ways to get in and out of rooms
1: yeah that all right let's go with the telekinetic then are you
0: I mean I think it's an eight at I, least an eight at
1: least an eight I was I was gonna say a nine i I think he's absurdly powerful because he like he it's not entirely rare, but no, it's he, he's one of Telekinetic, the kinetic, th- though. Like how many others he's I, throwing people around? He's throwing people
0: around. He's hanging men. He is like people, he's doing a lot. People with pose this. no
1: threat to him because of it. No, normal, a normal human being against this guy. No chance. I think this is easily a nine. I mean, I think you can make an argument for a nine point five
0: i'm i'm interested in a 9.5 honestly
1: let's go with the because 9.5. it is
0: i think it's rare enough i feel like we're gonna get other invisible draculas i agree we've we have to
1: yeah but, but a 9.5 like, for yeah. for uh telekinetic and all that is it's it's, it's pretty it's op- good i mean it's, it's pretty good
0: great. he's got a couple of missile we, we could have done teleportation anything yeah. like that seeing a teleportation grand entrance grand exit anyway. um bad can't be the exit can't it be, can't the, be exit. the exit and oh, the entrance isn't
1: grand at all it's a nice little trick it's
0: understated entrance in fact
1: yeah honestly yeah. i think this is like a 0. 0.5 <sighs> it just appears in a chair there's there's nothing yeah particularly startling even about it despite the fact that it should be book bonus this kind of, this is kind of actually hard to sift through for a book bonus because I want to
0: argue it should be somewhat high because Brom Bram Stoker's in it. Okay, cuz why else is he in there? Even why if they don't say it, it. What else is the implication supposed to be but he goes on to write Dracula?
1: Yeah. What el- why I else why you is, a really is he in it? that's a really good point. That's a really good point.
0: Even though like Bram Stoker had a very well documented and relatively public life as well. Yeah. He was like a theater manager and like yeah. a couple of actors, personal assistants. Like he was not a, an unknown author or anything like that. He was certainly so not a
1: <laughs> military officer that had He wasn't like,
0: a military officer and real estate agent.
1: Yeah. Like, who also had a degree in engineering from Oxford. <laughs>
0: admiral murray comes sorry brief tangent admiral murray comes up to me and he's like you got to go out in the world and rom stoker's like actually i don't think i do i was an enlisted officer and i've graduated from harvard with a degree <laughs> in engineering i actually think i've traveled the world pretty darn well <laughs> mina is also a little xenophobic she just comes out and is like i never meant to leave england yeah. like i i don't know if that meant when she was running away from her dad or it just in general in her life but it's like that's Oh, the fr- okay. okay. Man. Well, it's yeah. not that big of an island, so yeah. <laughs> uh, it's not that big. So book bonus, like, uh, I'm, I'd i argue for a two,
1: two to a three. I'm fine with a two. I think a two is, seems good. It's a dead on two. Yeah. yeah. Humor. Oh, man. Ugh.
0: I don't think it's that good. I don't think it's that good either. I,
1: I think since we broke this up into se- separate categories, like... What we are really saying is like you gotta show some ability to like charm. He just kind of brutes
0: his way through yeah. social situations. He's just he'll say something and he's too big and
1: commands too much authority f- yeah. for anybody to argue with him, basically. I don't want to give him a horrible score, but I I don't think I can give him much higher than a two. I was thinking like a one point five. Okay, like, let's go for a one point five then. That yeah, makes me feel like better.
0: Right there. Anything you
1: want to go back and adjust? Honestly, this guy comes through with a pretty solid score all things considered and I think that's what we should stick with. I think that's a pretty
0: 43. good. 43.6 tied with Monster Mash. It's
1: kind of surprising. Um he's like I mean, he's he's in top 20, maybe yeah. top 15 I think. The the shape shifting in the combat and the miscellaneous is just it's a really strong trio. He's number 17. It's pretty good. He's
0: pretty, pretty good. good. I f if I was if I was drafting and I needed a combat or even a, if you need a shapeshifting, if I mean you need a shape shifting. He's one of what is he on he, shapeshifting? He's gotta be top five tied for second. Easy. Yeah, tied for second. He's only behind
1: Dracula three D and he's tied with Dracula two thousand. Yeah. That seems that seems right on point for him. He does a lot.
0: Combat score. He's number ten, but that includes Day Shift yeah, and right. the Bat. Maybe they, maybe I should move Day Shift and the Bat to their own <laughs>
1: crash. Now that I'm thinking about bat. it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah, I mean if you need combat or shape shifting, he's top ten. And uh that's a really appealing sort of late round pick.
0: Yeah. yeah. I he's not gonna be first round at all. No, but he's got a role. You know, he's got a role on your team. If somebody if somebody else grabs up Van Helsing, Batman v Superman, or no, <laughs> Batman versus Dracula. Um, you know, if they grab up those kind of early round guys, I would grab this
1: guy for yeah. the combat. I agree. I totally yep. agree. I think he's an easy pick. I need. I need a good movie. Yeah, we gotta find one. That's oh, so, good, wait, sorry, please. sorry. Bat him up. Oh, bat him up. No, <laughs> I'm getting no my way. ass kicked. <laughs> <laughs> no way. No way. Oh
0: man. All right. So we are looking pretty good. Only a couple left yeah
1: oh, a couple God. you mean a few dozen <laughs> a few dozen um
0: you know it, it's fine don't worry about it what, um, what calls to you uh 36 36 left on our list oh three dozen did we miss a dracula we missed one. Which one wait did we do prince of darkness prince of darkness i love you <laughs> Can that dude i one? think we missed a christopher lee what really Dracula, Prince of Darkness. I don't think we've
1: watched this one. Oh, I think you're right. Oh, no. I can't believe we missed one. We missed one. All right,
0: we're doing it. We're doing it. We are... The the legend returns because we fucked up. We did. Wow. Next week, Return of the King. Christopher Lee will be back because we missed a Dracula movie. Dracula, Prince of Darkness, 1966, directed... By Terence Fisher. I, I I am embarrassed. I'm embarrassed and ashamed. Well, I know. next, I can't believe we missed that's that, what man. we're doing. Dracula, Prince Rookie of Darkness. Mistake. Dracula, Prince of Darkness. How are you going to leave the show this week?
1: Ooh. Uh, <laughs> I'm about to take the fastest carriage ride out of town, and I'm going to go from <laughs> England to Romania in about I don't know, sixteen hours. Sixteen hours, yeah. Maybe it might be less. It might be twelve.
0: How what about you? I never meant to leave England, so I have never actually (laughs) been to this movie before. (laughs) Never seen it. Denial. I love that. But we will see you next week. Oh, go check out our Instagram. I'm going to add some more cards soon. (gasps) Yes. I started grad school, so I got a little busy there for a second. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm going to have a little break soon, maybe. So we'll try to add some more cards. Yeah. Uh, And um, maybe we need to figure out like our actual Dracula draft rules. Yeah. We should do that soon. We'll see you next week for Dracula, Prince of Darkness. Darkness. Good night. Good night.